Hello, hello, I'm Julia, and this is the Dream Your Life podcast. This podcast is your guide to intentionally creating the life of your dreams. We talk purpose and passion and love and work and money and family and attaining abundance across all of these things. I'm here because I know from my own experiences that with the right mindset, all of us can live our dream life. So join me and start dreaming your life today. Hello, hello, fellow dreamers, and welcome back to the Dream Your Life podcast on this, well, it's a rainy day here in LA. It's been raining nonstop for like two days, and it's kind of nice. I'm like bundling up, I'm slowing down. The kids and hubby and I are headed to Lake Tahoe tomorrow. Um, we're stopping in Mammoth on the way. Lake Tahoe is like a seven-hour drive from LA. Um, my sister and her family have a house there, and we'll be there until Christmas. And then we're driving back home on Christmas, and we'll be here for a little bit. And then we're going to go to Lake Arrowhead and do some more snow and get a little cabin. So I'm just like already in the vibe of like wintry cabin fire on cocoa brewing kind of feeling. Um, and I'm so here for it. I just like, I, I'm so craving slowing down and relaxing a little bit, um, surrendering. There's so much power to surrendering, especially coming off of a season where I've been very much go, 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 plans, action, goals. Um, so I'm ready to just kind of let go a little bit. And often what happens when we let go is those dreams, those manifestations, and those unexpected, delightful things start to appear. So I am here and ready for that. And I hope you are too. Um, I decided that, uh, to record this episode on kind of a whim because I've had like 10 people reach out to me this week about vision boards. I'm not joking. Um, actually, more specifically around throwing a vision board party, which I was like, God, that's so weird. Everyone keeps asking me about how to host, like um, what to think about and can I host? And it just seems like vision board parties are like the talk of the town this week. And well, I also I realize it's that time of year, like we're getting into the dreaming phase of what's next. Maybe the weather has something to do with it. It's like it's it's a fun rainy day activity. Um, but I also think vision boards are getting way more mainstream than they ever have been. It feels like everyone and their mother literally has a vision board. And I freaking love this because a few years ago, I think it was it was just more in the woo category at least from my perspective. And now it seems like people are starting to realize it's not just a crafty spiritual project, but it's a powerful manifestation tool. My most downloaded episode on this podcast uh, is my episode on how to create a vision board. That was episode 88. I have a lot of new listeners who tell me, well, a lot of new listeners who like join my email list and I'll ask them, oh, how did you find me? And they'll say, oh, I'll I found you on Spotify when I searched for how to create a vision board. This has happened so many times at this point. So anyway, um, if you have not listened to that episode, episode 88, definitely take a listen because it's a good kind of precursor to this episode. 
um, or you could listen to it afterwards for sure, but, but listening to them together, um, because in that episode, I give you all of the background and context around the power of vision boarding. And I walk you through exactly how to create a vision board that actually reflects who you are and what you desire. Also the steps to turn a vision board into reality. Anyway, so I've linked that episode in the show notes. So you haven't listened, definitely take a listen after this one. Um, this episode is going to be all around throwing your vision board party. I love hosting vision board workshops and events. I've run so many of these at this point, This point, not just um, in my professional career, which is kind of what I do now, um, but also in my personal life, like with girlfriends and my husband and... Um, have I done it with my family? No, I haven't done it with my family. I should. But um, you can do it with really anyone you like. It's a great activity to do with a group of people you're trying to get closer with um, or with coworkers. It really brings you together. Um, it, it, because one, it's it's a creative activity where there's something to do and everyone's engaged. But also you really get to know the people that you're with by talking about the things like intimate things like your dreams and your desires. Um, and also it is so freaking powerful. And I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, before I do super quick announcement that I know announcements are annoying and it's like, ugh, who wants to listen to an announcement when you just want to get to the meat of the episode? Trust me. I, I hear you and I feel you, but don't forward through this one because I think you're going to like it. Um, so last month, also on a whim, I decided to offer a new way to work with me called Dream Your Year. I'd never done something like this because every way to work with me was um, a commitment, like three to four months. So Dream Your Year is no big time or financial commitment. It's one intensive 90-minute manifestation deep dive with me that will knock your socks off. Okay, that might be a little much, but I did have five spots open for this. And when I announced it on the podcast, podcast, um, this was a few weeks ago, they were all filled within a week. Um, and I've just finished doing all of these sessions and they were truly so incredible. And I'm not just saying this, um, it's already working. Like I, I keep getting messages and emails from the women that I did the sessions with and they're like, I don't know what kind of witchery is going on, but I'm getting crazy signs and synchronicities. Already my manifestations are like showing up effortlessly. Um, things are moving in these really wonderful, mysterious ways. So for me, Julia, it's not only that I love doing these, I truly do because it's so fun for me. It's definitely like my purpose. Talk about soul alignment. <laughs> like when I'm in these sessions, it is aligned. But I can't think of anything more um, exciting to see how fast it's working and to see people's dreams coming through into fruition and all their efforts. And, um, so that's, that's anyway, I feel very called to open up five more spots for dream your year for 2024. Um, you'll get a little pre-work for me to help you get really super clear on what you actually want to manifest so we can maximize that 90 minutes together. Um, and then in that deep dive, I'll walk you through every single step to make that vision happen and also guide you through a really powerful customized visualization, which you'll be able to go back to. So anyway, that's the announcement. If you're interested, 
interested, interested, I I have five spots that I'm going to open up and that's it. Um, Ideally, we do your session in the next like three weeks. So either the last week of December um, or like four weeks or during the first two weeks of the new year. So instead of doing a new year's resolution this year, writing down your goals, uh, why not amplify it? And let's just you and I dream together. I'll have a link in the show notes to sign up, add your name and email. Um, it's basically a wait list, but I'll reach out to you personally and let you know if there's still a spot open. I'll send you all the other details too. Um, okay, so now I know you're ready to jump into this episode because I'm ready too. And if you clicked on the title, you are probably interested in or at least curious about hosting your own vision board workshop. So let's just touch briefly on the why, Um, which again, I covered in episode 88, but um, the why of vision board and specifically having a vision board party is so powerful. So um, this is is a little bit for my left brain people. We're going to talk about the science. First, creating a vision board is a way to visually see the dreams and goals that you have for yourself and for your future. That's kind of like the high level. Um, But visualization isn't just an act of imagination. When you spend time envisioning your dreams and your goals, like actually picturing yourself achieving or experiencing or having the thing on your board, it's scientifically proven that it engages your brain in these really extraordinary ways. When we vividly picture our goals, we're activating neural pathways, essentially priming our minds for the dreams that we have. It's, I always say this, but it's like this mental rehearsal that aligns your thoughts with your desired outcomes. And then sharing what you dream about with your friends in a group setting, that amplifies the energy behind the vision. Think about it. Everyone who you're sharing your vision with, when you share it, they're also holding that vision in their mind, right? And we know that thinking about something and focusing on it, there is an energy to that. I did an episode on the power of collective manifestation, which a big part of it, I credit for getting an interview with Mike Dooley. It's like I had so many people thinking about it, I think, for me. And there's an energy to that, which, you know, it feels like a good time to talk about the law of attraction. If your thoughts and energy and if your thoughts and feelings are made up of energy, which again, we know this is scientifically proven. And then the things that you want in your future, the car, the house, the vacation, and also the experiences, the feelings, that's also made up of energy. And so the law of attraction states that energy attracts like energy. So you holding that vision, you thinking about and focusing on the things that you want is attracting them to you. That's like LOA 101. And you know, even though science, I think, provides a lens to understand the mechanics behind this idea, there is also an undeniable spiritual essence to vision boards. I'm not going to lie and try to say that it can all be explained by science because it can't. And I've done my research, but, and I've experienced this too. It's like something happens when you place your desires on that board. You are placing an order with the universe 
and you're being very explicit about what you want, right? It's like the menu. You're at a restaurant. You're ordering with the intention of receiving the specific thing that you ordered. Um, and I, I can't explain why, but there is a force that wants to give you what you want, period. Maybe it's, we call this the spiritual waiter or actually, you know, I've never used that analogy. Um, and I don't think I ever will again because I'm not totally sure if it works, but you know what? We're going to go with it. Um, and I don't plan to edit this episode. So anyway, the spiritual waiter is giving you the thing, wants to give you the things on your board. Um, but, but really what vision boards serve as, as almost like these visual affirmations of our desires and they're broadcasting our intentions to the universe, the spiritual waiter. And, um, also it's like the, the images and the, and the whole vision board itself creates a vibrational match between your energy and the experiences you wish to manifest. One thing I didn't get to during my other vision board episode, but I think is pretty fascinating to know is that this practice of like creating vision boards and visualizing goals is not a new age thing at all. Ancient traditions from Eastern philosophies to indigenous cultures. Oh my gosh, there's so many cool books out there, but um, they've long recognized the power of focused intention and visualization in shaping our realities. For me, I'm like a nerd when it comes to all this stuff. I'm just fascinated by it. But I also love to hear the like celebrity um, stories on vision boards, the real stories of people who have seen their vision boards come to life. Uh, In the last episode I I did, I shared a lot of my own stories. Um, But but there are also, again, these celebrity stories um, where... Oh, if you're, by the way, if you follow manifestation accounts on Instagram, um, you will be targeted by these celebrity manifestation stories or, well, I don't know, maybe I'm just targeted because I've clicked on them a lot, but, uh, there's Oprah, for example, man, do I love Oprah? She, she's just ugh, beyond, beyond legendary. Anyway, she she's talked about how before she got famous, she created a vision board and added a magazine cover where she put her face on it, her own face on it, and she titled it Own, O-W-N, which at the time she said symbolized her dream of owning a network. And then years later, she launched the Oprah Winfrey Network, Own. I mean, how cool is that? And I've also shared this example a bunch, but I love the Jim Carrey story. Again, Instagram peeps, you've probably seen Jim Carrey all over your feed if you follow manifestation stuff. But um, Jim Carrey often talks about manifesting. But like the story that I think sticks out is in the early 90s, um, he was an out-of-work actor. He was living out of his car. He wrote himself a check for $10 million for acting services rendered. And he dated it for five years in the future. And then he placed the check somewhere visible, like basically a vision board. Um, and he said he visualized himself receiving it over and over and over again. And every time he saw it, it was his cue to close his eyes and visualize it. And then in 1994, just as he had visualized, he was cast in Dumb and Dumber and he was paid exactly $10 million. 
And let me tell you, there is not one ounce of me that doesn't believe that story because, well, first of all, like why would Jim, Jim Carrey lie about it, that? But also, um, because I've had this happen to me, not for $10 million, but for specific dollar amounts that I have written down and visualized. I should do $10 million. We should all do $10 million. Anyway, um, just, these are just a couple fun examples to share with you, but now I really want to get into the steps of actually hosting your own vision board party. Okay. So pen and paper, or maybe like you can just keep this all in your mind or go back to it, but, um, preparing for the party. So one, put together a guest list, um, unless you know the group, maybe it is your team at work or, um, a close group of girlfriends. I love to keep vision board workshops around 10 people, probably 15 max. And the reason for this is you want enough people where there's some like energy and excitement in the room and some kind of like, there's like a funness to that. Um, but you don't want it too big where people, one, can't don't really have time to like really share and, and two, nobody really wants to get vulnerable because there's just like too many eyes on them. So I think the sweet spot is right around um, 10, 12 people. Um, and just make sure that it's a group that you think will vibe together. Um, next, you want to think about invitations. When I'm hosting my own, I think the invitations matter. I love a good old fashioned like snail mail invitation. I think it's just like a lost art and there's something so special about receiving a letter in the mail, inviting you to something like a vision board workshop. It just adds to the whole vibe and, um, you know, it's like, it's just, it's, it's a nice little touch. You could also do paperless post or evite. Oh God, I don't really like evites, but they just seem like so spammy. Um, but just, you, you definitely want to, um, go in, have people go in knowing what it is. So I would say it's a vision boarding parter party. Here's what to expect. Um, here's what to bring all of that. Okay. So guest list invitations, supplies. Okay. So for a vision boarding party, what I like to do is I like to get a little gift bag for everyone. And what I'll put in the gift bag is, um, kind of everyone's little supply kit. So I'll throw in a pair of scissors, um, tape, uh, a glue stick or push pins, depending on the board that everyone is using. Obviously like a cork board, it would be push pins. If it's like more like, um, a poster board, it would be glue or tape, double-sided tape. Um, and then a pair of, did I say scissors? Yeah. Scissors. And then I, I also like to throw in, um, affirmation stickers. My friend Kristen has, um, a new company. I can't wait to share more about it, but she, um, it's all really beautiful affirmations on like mugs and, um, she creates these stickers that you can put on your computer, but also they're so great for vision boards. Um, anyway, so those are the supplies you're going to give everyone. And then you can either ha- like tell people what vision board to bring. If you want to go a little fancier, um, I have the example in um, my vision board guide that I shared in the original vision board episode. And I also have it attached or in the show notes. Um, it will give you all the supplies that I use for my own board. Um, the board that I use or that I recommend is a little more on the expensive side. So if you don't want to get like 30, $40 boards for everyone, or maybe it's $25, but, um, you could also just do poster boards. Um, and, 
uh, there's there's poster boards you can buy in bulk on Amazon. Um, you know, they have like the foam boards that are like the science project kind of boards, but they have them in smaller sizes. Um, I've used those before and they're great. So if you're planning to supply the boards, I would probably go that direction because you could buy, I think like 25 or 50 in bulk for, for not very much, like maybe 25 or $50 total max. Um, and then, but if you want to have people like in the invitation say, bring a board, here's what I recommend. You can use the one that I, um, the example I share, I have a link in the vision board guide that is attached. Okay. So basically you would provide the scissors, tape, glue, um, maybe some affirmation stickers, and then, um, you can either have everyone bring their own board or you can buy someone bulk on Amazon or like a local craft store. So those are the supplies. Um, and then you're also going to need magazines. Um, I have also recommended magazines in, um, the vision board guide that you can get in the show notes, but really an array of different kinds of magazines from travel and leisure to home and garden, to celebrity magazines, to fashion magazines, to business, just like a really good array. You want to think of all the different categories that people are going to throw on their vision board. So they're going to want to put some travel destination things. They're going to want to put some like, um, fashion and some words and, and quotes. So, um, there's a great magazine called mantra that I always use at our vision board parties. And there's just so many great, like affirmation type sayings and quotes that people love to use and cut out. Um, So those are the magazines. Now I also give, oops, I forgot to mention, I also have everyone um, in your little gift bag, give everyone a a pack of post-its. The reason why is, and I'll explain this when we get into facilitating the party, but I like to give, tell people if you don't, can't find a photo um, here in the magazines, just write down what you want or what you're looking for and put it on a post-it and then go find it on Pinterest and print it out at home. Um, So they'll end up with like a almost completed board and they'll have post-it notes like for things that are missing. Like here's a post-it. I want a picture of a hot husband or whatever, uh, on the beach eating spaghetti. Um, okay. So then we have to go into thinking about the venue. So where are you going to host it? I've done a bunch at my home. Um, if you want more of an intimate vibe, I've done them on my, um, back deck, Um, if, when the weather is nice, if you do it outside, have people bring yoga mats, even if if it's on grass or wood or anything, you just want people to be comfortable. Um, if it's inside, just make sure you have the space. So are people sitting on couches or on the floor? I kind of like, I've done a, a few where it's inside and we just, um, sit around like in a circle on like even like the kitchen dining room floor. Um, you could do it around a table too, but something where it feels intimate and connected. I love sitting in a circle if possible. Okay. So that's all the preparation. Um, then you want to think about, oh, except that you also want to put together a playlist in advance. You want it to be a vibe, right? The whole thing. Um, so some music, um, go to Spotify, like create like a really vibey playlist that reflects, you know, the group and kind of what you want the vibe to be. So whether it's, um, 
much more like meditative and um, kind of ethereal and dreamy. Uh, Maybe you find some of those types of tracks, like meditation type tracks, um, some like Essie Jane type things. Um, Or is it going to be like pump up and fun and like, you know, is it in the evening and are people like drinking and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Or is it, you know, like just more Jack Johnson-y. Um, so think about the vibe and put together a playlist. You might also want to think about getting candles, um, Palo Santo, things like that to light and just again, add to the overall experience of it. Okay. So then, um, when you're facilitating, um, you probably want to start with, um, some kind of icebreaker. So everyone arrives, you give them their bags, like there's the, there's the vibe, there's the music playing, um, have everyone sit sit around. And I would start with a, with an icebreaker asking a question. Um, maybe it's around intention. Maybe it's around their experience with manifesting. Um, maybe you do something like, I love this, um, two truths in a dream where, everyone can share two true facts about themselves and then one dream and then everyone else tries to guess. That can be fun. But some sort of um, icebreaker activity where people are getting into vulnerability kind of quickly, um, but also sharing right away. This really helps kind of, well, break the ice, right? And um, also helps allow people to feel more open to share as you continue. Um, I also like to start with, um, so sometimes I do journal prompts. Um, sometimes I offer like a, like an exercise, like the wheel of life, the wheel of life, meaning kind of look at the whole of your life from a 360 degree view, different areas from your relationships to your home, to your finances, to the fun that you're having, to your spiritual development, to your personal development, to your health, to your friendships. Um, and then you kind of rate them on a scale of one to 10. And that can be a really good starting point for thinking about what you want to add to your board. Because if your relationships or if your career and work is like a zero out of 10, maybe you want to put some more energy and focus into thinking about what do you want? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And then finding images that kind of capture that. Um, Again, I, uh, I have all of this in the vision board guide. You'll see a wheel of life exercise in there as well. Okay, so we start with that icebreaker. Then we go into um, either wheel of life or some journaling. And if you do journal, that might be some a supply that you want to get ahead of time. You could either ask people to bring their journals or you could buy some journals in bulk and throw it in that gift bag. Um Then I like to open it up for discussion. Like, what are you thinking about? What does your vision look like at a high level? Are there specifics that you're going to add to your board? What are the areas where you want to really put your focus and energy? Um, As the host, this is also where I would talk about the power of vision boarding and manifesting. You can, you can, paraphrase a lot of what I've shared today or in the other episode, um, but really allow people to understand why they're doing it and how powerful vision boarding can be and what they're going to get out of it. You know, this isn't just a craft activity, like this is a powerful tool. Um, and then what I love to do, and this is totally optional for you, but I like to guide everyone through a visualization. 
Um, and this is really where I like to create a sensory experiment. So we started to share, we started to create a little bit of a picture of what we want. Then I have everyone close their eyes. Sometimes I provide eye masks. Sometimes I don't. Totally up to you. Um, I will light candles. I know we're not supposed to light candles anymore. It's just really bumming me out because they're apparently toxic. <sighs> but you know what? You know, we can't we can't knock everything. Um, but if you want to do like Palo Santo or something like that, you could do that. Um, and and let everyone close their eyes. And then I would walk everyone through a guided visualization of a future dream day. I have one recorded. It's you can access it in the show notes. So you can totally use that if you want. I don't mind. It's not copyrighted. You have my full permission to play that and you can actually participate in it. Uh, or you could you could actually just talk through it or, or read a script or just, you know, like channel it. <laughs> Walk everyone through a dream day. So everybody close your eyes and maybe you do some breathing. And now imagine we're waking up. What does your bed feel like? What is the first thing you see? What do you smell? What are you doing throughout the day? And walk them through that. Um, Then um, once everyone comes out of that meditation, that is when I have them open up their bags and we start um, the vision board creation process. And again, during this, I'll usually talk a little bit about um, how I'm doing mine. We, we, and we, you know, we, I ask some questions. It's not like everyone is just quietly creating their boards. It becomes, you know, a party. <laughs> um, so I think, and then one of the things that I emphasize in this is, is reminding everyone to really align the things that they're putting on their vision boards with the, the, the things that they really desire in their life and really attaching to the feeling you want, you want to look at this board and feel a certain way, excited, inspired, motivated, all the feelings when you'll have it abundant. Um, and so you don't want to put images on the board that make you feel bad or that feel unrealistic, like totally unrealistic. They should be just motivational. You want that emotional connection. And then I also always emphasize the importance of creating a balanced vision board that's not all just material possessions, but again, that is very emotionally resonant with who they want to become. Okay, so everyone's creating their board. Everyone's having so much fun. And then we're, we we get to the point where everyone's like finishing up Um and this is where the this is really where the power comes in and doing it as a group. Um, I like to have time for everyone to share and kind of present their boards. So there's a few different ways that you can do this. You could do like kind of like more of like a vision board gallery walk where everyone puts theirs out and people walk around and can kind of admire and discuss. And then, you know, you ask like, oh, why did you put that on? What does that mean to you? And it can become like a really beautiful um, kind of like open conversation. Another really cool um, exercise that you could do, which I love, is called the token exchange exercise. So you do need materials for this. You can either supply them or you have everyone bring something from their home. Just a small, meaningful token. It could 
literally be anything from like a paper clip or some like some family heirloom that they're able that they're willing to let go of or they could cut out a heart or maybe it's like a charm from a bracelet just something small and um what you do is you you want to introduce the concept of it but you explain that the purpose of the exchange is that um each token represents a symbol of support and positive energy for someone else's goals and aspirations you could also just provide blank cards um, or even post-its and have everyone write an affirmation or a word of encouragement um, for someone else. So before the actual exchange, you want everyone to briefly share the intention behind their chosen token. So um, if I came with a little heart from an old bracelet, maybe that symbolizes love um, and the feeling of love for someone in their life. And maybe it's just a sentence or two, just why that person selected that particular symbol and how it could connect to a vision of a dream life. Then we go into the exchange and you can exchange tokens with other people in the room. So you could do this in a really structured way, like you're sitting in a circle and everyone passes a token to the person on their left, their token to the person on their left. Or you could do it in a more organic way where someone feel can just freely choose who they want to exchange with, but you exchange with someone. And um, you really encourage people to express their well wishes, their words of encouragement as they exchange their token. This can be so sweet and beautiful and it just really enhances the positive energy and the whole supportive atmosphere of the workshop itself. And then um, once the tokens are exchanged, people can choose to place their received tokens on their vision boards as this like really beautiful physical representation of the collective support that they garnered from the group experience. So um, this all can kind of, you can have a little closing reflection and and talk about how the token exchange activity um, can really promote all of this collective support Um, You can invite everyone to share their feelings or their insights gained, but it can really, really be a beautiful way. Well, one, it's again, it's symbolic support. So the tokens become this symbol of shared support and encouragement. It's community building because the vision boarding exercise itself can be kind of this like very individual personal exercise, but this activity, this exchange really fosters the community among the people in the group. And you have this like tangible connection. When you place the exchange tokens on your vision boards, it creates this connection between um, other, you know, everyone's goals and the support that everyone's received. Um, so just a nice little personal touch um, and communal dimension to the workshop. And once again, it just reinforces this idea that the journey towards our dreams and goals is really enriched when we can share it with other people. 
Okay, um, so that would be the end of the workshop. Maybe you end with more reflection. You can really ex- encourage everyone to express how the workshop impacted them. Maybe go back to intentions. Maybe you have people share memorable moments, new perspectives. Um, we, you could discuss, again, the the importance of regularly visiting and updating or revisiting and updating vision boards. Maybe you set, you know, a date for the future um, and talk about the collective support of the group. And that, my friends, are the steps to hosting a really beautiful vision board workshop. It really is such a wonderful experience for the host as well as everyone participating. Um, I've done a lot of different types of workshops and and then vision boarding, it's just, it's special, it's magical, it's powerful. And then everyone gets to leave with, with this incredible tool, which is, is really, really cool. Um, and I want to end by saying that if you happen to be in LA, in the Los Angeles area, um, and, and are interested in having me host your vision board party, I'd be so honored. Um, it could be for you and your friends or for you and your team. I do a lot of corporate workshops but DM me, dream your life now on Instagram. We can definitely chat and and kind of talk through what this could look like. Okay, that is it for me. Um, wow, this episode is longer than I thought it would be. I'm like, I think this is only gonna be 15 minutes, but um, hopefully you got a lot out of it. Don't forget to check the show notes to get your vision board guide with all those materials and the wheel of life exercise that I mentioned. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas if you celebrate. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. I'm sending you lots of love and light. Like I mentioned, I'm off to Lake Tahoe early tomorrow morning. There's going to be some snow. There might be some skiing, maybe some snowshoeing, definitely building a snowman. Hopefully there's enough snow for that. And I will talk to you again next week. Actually, next week is going to be a super special episode. I'm having Jessica Rachel back on. We are going to be channeling some spirit guides and It's going to be like an ask me anything session. So if you have any manifestation or spiritual questions, send them to me. DM me at Dream Your Life Now, um, Jessica, and I will add them to our list and we will ask the guides. Um, But it's going to be a really fun episode. So definitely stay tuned for that. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with someone or maybe share it to your Instagram stories. And yeah, that's it for me. Sending you lots of love, light, Happy, happy holidays and talk to you next week.